morning and welcome to Green Tea Conversations, the radio show that delves into the pages of Natural Awakenings magazines to bring local experts who share progressive ideas and the latest information and insights needed so you can lead your best life. I'm your host, Candy Brothel, publisher of the Twin Cities edition of Natural Awakenings magazine, and I'm honored to bring these experts to you. Today we have a panel of guests, three to be exact, in our studios from the Bhakti Wellness Center in Edina. And today we have with us Guy Odisha, who is the founder of the Bhakti Wellness Center and a practitioner of microcurrent and cranial sacral therapies. Guy is also an instructor of the biodynamic cranial sacral therapy and the body intelligence two-year practitioner certification training program, which is offered through the Bhakti Academy. Welcome to the show, Guy. Great to be here. Thank you. We also have Mats Sexton, who is also known as the Pin Doctor, is a licensed acupuncturist and diplomat of acupuncture, and has recently joined the team at the Bhakti Wellness Center, which we will ask him more about in just a few minutes. Uh, but since 2003, Mats has been nationally known and sought after as a specialist in the treatment of macular degeneration and other retinal diseases, which is today his primary focus as an acupuncturist. Glad you could be with us today, Max. Thanks for having me. And then finally, we have with us Cassandra Rose. She is a licensed acupuncturist and herbalist at Bhakti and holds a master's in acupuncture. She is also a candidate of the Doctorate of Acupuncture and Oriental Medicine with specialties in gynecology and pain management. And Cassandra is adding a focus of the treatment of macular degeneration and other retinal diseases to her practice. Welcome, Cassandra. Thanks for having me. So, so glad you guys can all be with us today. Uh, Just to give the audience an idea, the May issue is really, the May issue of Natural Awakenings is really a big one, as it focuses on women's health, it also focuses on mental and emotional well-being, and for today's show, it is also focusing on healthy vision, which is why I've asked the three of you to be with us. So, Guy, why don't you take just a minute to tell us a little bit about Bhakti Wellness Center and the services that you provide? Certainly. So I'll start with services and work backwards from there. So we have about 25 providers at the clinic, ranging from uh, kind of a conventional uh, medicine approach with an MD who does primary care, but a unique model called direct primary care, so no insurance, membership medicine. And then ranging across mental health providers, uh, traditional Chinese medicine, uh, chiropractic, massage, energy medicine, uh, postural restoration therapy, uh, coaching, nutrition, and I Apologies to whoever I've forgotten. With 25 people, there's always somebody. So we have um, literally hundreds of services that are offered at the clinic. We, we have a, you know, a broad array of practitioners. So that's a little bit about you know, kind, of the, kind of the nuts and bolts of the, 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 what we offer to the healthcare consumer. But I'd like to take a moment and just back up a little bit and, and talk more about the, the kind of philosophical approach of mm-hmm. bhakti. And, and it's somewhat unique position in the market and and this doesn't always necessarily translate to the healthcare consumer because they might be more interested in like today's show when we're going to be talking about eye health they know that they have an eye condition and they want help with that so they come see a practitioner and and that's their primary concern and knowing any more about the business doesn't necessarily facilitate that but um, I would certainly, I certainly like to recruit the uh, healthcare pr- uh, consumer into the process because we need them as an active member in the delivery of healthcare, and so that that education is helpful. Uh, so I want to say a little bit about kind of where does this come from. So for me, this arose in my own career, kind of watching uh, my students go out into the marketplace and try and make it as a professional and having those students come back and share with me the difficulties they were having. And that combined with my own sense of having navigated the healthcare system to find where I wanted to locate myself as a practitioner and choosing to go into complementary alternative medicine as opposed to allopathic medicine. And the you know, this is a somewhat common phrase now that we don't have a healthcare system, we have a disease care system. Mm-hmm. Right? And so this this idea emerged to me early on. And so I was really interested in 
like how do we change the fundamental model of medicine um, and not just the service we deliver like acupuncture versus um, uh, uh, pharmaceuticals. Mm-hmm. So not there, but just the whole system. How do we change that? So as I started to look into it, um, there was this question of the healthcare system. And so I dug into that and what started to arise was the idea of like, we don't really have a healthcare system. Um, what we have is we have people who go to work. Let's put it in the frame of work. People who go to work and and they do something. And the byproduct of what they do is the thing we call the system. So for me, it was seeing that like the fundamental piece in in healthcare was people, and not just the practitioner, but everybody involved, right? From the accountant and the attorney and the landlord that owns the building, the healthcare consumer. Everybody is involved in producing this thing we point to as the healthcare system. And so all of the solutions were pointed at trying to fix this system that doesn't really exist, and, and therefore there was no hope for that to be successful. So as I dug into it, I said, well, okay, so if this is the case, if it really comes down to people, well, what's, what's the workable piece here? So this pushed me further to develop this theory that I have I call the four forces, and it's uh, this idea that there are four forces in existence that we as people have to contend with. And there's only one of those forces that we can do anything about. The rest of them we're really just subject to. And so we have to come into right relationship with three out of the four forces, but the fourth force we can work with. And that kind of understanding coming to light in my own awareness was then like, okay, how do I put in place a business that that is about kind of cultivating our you know how we manifest this one force that we have control over and i roughly call that will there's a lot that could be said about it but how do we manifest our will or how does our will manifest given that what we produce is really a you know an epiphenomena it's a manifestation of our instantiating our will right mm-hmm. so that's what happens so this this was the underpinning, and, and then this took me into integral philosophy and, and looking at the nature of, of systems and intelligent systems and uh, how could I leverage all of that into a business. And so bhakti, although it looks like, and for most people, it's either a place they go for health care or it's a place they go to work, right? Cassandra's case and now in Mott's case, they, they go there to do their work. But it's, it's much more than that, right? It's a place where we all go and we act and our actions manifest something. And it's more than just healthcare. care. Uh, so this, you know, now there are terms that, that have emerged in the culture that we can kind of frame this with, which didn't exist 20 years ago when I started this. But there are things like the gig economy and... Uh, the solutions economy, uh, and the sharing economy. So these concepts are, are what are embodied in bhakti mm-hmm. uh, in that it's more than just a healthcare center. It's a, it's a cultural movement and a solution to a problem that we really need a solution for. Yeah, and I love how you how you bring everybody together. I mean, you bring together so many different services that it it's kind of a one stop shop where people can come in. You have the mental health, you have the um, medical doctor, you have acupuncturist, massage therapist. You have a wide variety of service providers and services that you provide, um, and the the different holistic services that you provide as well. And now you're going to be. And I, I do have to say that as a business coach, I love the idea that you have a place where practitioners can go and can build their business along with you while also being able to provide something holistic for your for your clients. So congratulations on that. Thank if you. people have not stopped by, they really need to stop by and see what it is that you're doing. But now you're also adding another very important aspect to this which is you are adding an eye clinic. We are. Okay, so tell us a bit about the eye clinic. How exactly did that come about? Yeah, so I I will say, you know, I had a tiny little segment of my practice that that was, um, you know, 
tending to this area of need in the population around eye care and in particular chronic degenerative conditions that allopathic medicine doesn't have an approach for. Mm -hmm. They just kind of support people's descent into loss of vision, which is great that they do that. But that's what's offered. And and there are some other alternatives in the area of regenerative medicine that can offer people another option besides that choice. Um, but so I'll just say my, my part uh, was tiny, but now we've had this opportunity with MOTS uh, to bring a, a practice into Bhakti that is really dedicated and it's robust, um, has has a great track record. And so I think Mats would be the guy to, to really talk about this, about the program. And Mats, we're going to do a quick introduction because we're going to be heading into a commercial here in a few minutes. But as the pin doctor and as somebody who has been practicing since 2003 in order to help people um, with retinal disorders, you are you are you have a great opportunity ahead of you. I do. I um, kind of by... Uh, a lot of hard work. I've um, found a job in Stockholm, Sweden, so I'm returning to the old country, as it were. So, oh, my um, So I found a job there uh, in an acupuncture clinic, and also they have a school that they're trying to get up and running a little bit more full steam ahead. So, And this has been kind of your focus for some time now, is trying to find people. Because of the work that you do, you have a many, many clients who are coming to you, and you've kind of found a home at Bhakti to help Right. I'm Train gonna... people up to do this. And when we come back, we are going to talk more about the eye clinic and the work that you do. And uh, you are listening to Green Tea Conversations on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. We'll be right back. This is Gregory Rich, founder of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style every Sunday at 5 p.m. You know, I'm often asked what kind of furniture Habitation offers. Now, I can go two ways with this. I can say something like, Habitation specializes in warm, modern, raw, industrial, and organic contemporary home furnishings. But what does that mean? It means that we have some really cool stuff, and that is the answer that usually goes over better. But cool doesn't mean crazy. And I'm proud to say that everything we offer at Habitation is functional and comfortable. The type of furniture that will allow you to express yourself but still works every day. So there it is. Habitation Furnishing and Design 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. It's the Twin Cities' best furniture and design showroom. Hello, fellow AM950 listeners. This is Jason from Nightingale at 26 in Lindale. Come experience our delicious signature dishes and exciting rotation of inventive seasonal fare for my wife and chef, Carrie, and her team. Nightingale is the perfect place to gather for any occasion with our extensive wine, beer, and cocktail selection, along with our dedication to great service. We offer a full menu every day from 4 to 1 a.m., two award-winning daily happy hours, and weekend brunch at 10. More at nightingalempls.com. Hi, this is Ken Hagland, host of Living Healthy and Aging Well, inviting you to listen to our new show airing on Saturdays from noon to one, where we talk about your health and your life and provide insights to living and aging well. Each week, we provide answers to important questions regarding health care, elder care, end-of-life care, and caregiver support to help you and your loved ones plan for the future and enjoy your highest quality of life today. Please join us every Saturday from noon to one for Living Healthy and Aging Well. We at Total Dog Company are hands-on dog lovers. We are involved in the care of all aspects of our dogs. The same kind of hands-on care is found in Canada brand pet foods. From growing increasing amounts of the ingredients in their foods to cooking their recipes in their own cookery, Canada is a small, independent company that focuses on the hands-on attention to quality. Same as Total Dog Company. Find Total Dog in New Hope right off of 169 at 9432 36th Avenue North and at totaldogcompany.com. The local advertisers you hear on AM 950 are the lifeblood of the station. If you find yourself regularly tuning in, or if you appreciate the diversity of content we deliver, please take the time to support our advertisers. Even if it's just to thank them for backing AM 950, your voice and support can go a long way. Help keep the station going strong while investing in our local community. 
Find the complete list of on-air supporters by visiting the advertisers page at am950radio.com. That's am950radio.com. Welcome back to Green Tea Conversations, where we delve into the pages of Natural Awakenings magazine and talk to the professionals who share their expertise on natural health with you. I'm your host, Candy Braffel, and today we're talking with Guy Odisha, Mats Sexton, and Cassandra Rose of the Bhakti Wellness Clinic in Edina. So when we left off, we were just uh, introducing people to Mats and the opportunity that you have to go to Sweden. But you have been practicing acupuncture and in particular really focusing on the eye disorders like macular degeneration and uh, glaucoma, some other retinal eye disorders. Retinitis pigmentosa, right, right. So tell us a little bit about that. How did that practice come in? So I've been practicing. I started my practice in 2001. And then in 2003, I learned about a man down in Arkansas who was treating degenerative eye disease with acupuncture. So kind of long story short, I went down and learned it from him and then came back to Minneapolis and um, really started gung-ho on these um, eye treatments. And um, uh, more recently, I went to Denmark twice in the last five or six years and studied with a man named John Bull. And so both of these protocols are very interesting. They use points in the hands and feet primarily. So no needles go in the eyes. People often wonder and worry about that. That was something I was going to ask <laughs> right. you about. sounded kind of scary. But it's a really amazing <laughs> uh, protocol. And the, the more recent protocol I learned just uses four primary needles, uh, two in each hand and two in the feet. And uh, it's working on a neurologic approach, which is very interesting. So it's not quite related to Chinese medicine in some ways. So um, using points on the um, based on the vertebrae to treat the eye conditions. Uh, and then I add in some traditional Chinese points that we often use for eye conditions. But again, most of them are like on the distal, you know, on the hands and feet and then some on the forehead. And so in your practice, how many people a year do you think you see or do you treat? Oh, it's hard to say. Um, you know, I I see probably fewer than I should because I keep it a bit smaller. I, I like... Um, to give a lot of attention to people so it's probably you know a couple hundred new people a year so not now many that's a lot of people though because it they're coming it back it's not just a one-time right treatment. right yep so it's an ongoing process so um initially the treatments are much closer together and it's fairly intensive but usually within that period of time about 20 treatments we do testing before and after and then i have them get tested by their ophthalmologist before and after and usually within that initial period of time we can see some changes and by that I mean, usually things will seem brighter, um, clearer. Oftentimes I can drop them a few lines on the eye chart within about 20 treatments. I've had people start to drive again. Um, so it can be quite remarkable. And my dad's had uh, his wet and dry macular degeneration. Yeah. So, so tell I've us seen a it firsthand. Bit. Tell us a little bit about that. I know a lot of people do um, get told that they have macular degeneration, but they might not know exactly what that means. And um, for someone who is a healthcare provider right. myself, I have a client who has macular degeneration and is now completely blind. Okay. Um, but we've been working through this for the last 18 years with him. And um, I have to say, you know, I don't really know what it is. Sure. So the retina is um, in the back of the eye. So it's this um, dense nerve tissue. And... Um, uh, what happens with macular degeneration, there's two forms. One form, uh, the so-called dry form, there's these little plaques referred to as drusen, but they build up in the retina, and depending on where they're building up, um, they're going to obscure vision. Um, the so-called wet form is when these little um, blood vessels in the eye break and bleed. Mm -hmm. And so the macula is actually the central three millimeters of the retina. So in the macula is where we get all of our detail vision, all of our color vision, uh, central vision. So depending on where these little plaques build up or break and bleed, it's going to affect vision uh, accordingly. So sometimes it's very central, which is kind of hallmark for macular degeneration. Other times the plaques can develop uh, on the uh, more dis or outer portion of the retina. And so if they break and bleed, do you actually see that? Can you see that with the naked eye? You can't see, Well, the person uh, with the visual condition can sense that, but... Um, there's uh, retina scans that can show that very clearly. So we can see the changes in real time with the acupuncture, what's happening. Or when somebody does a visual field scan, um, you can see it in real time. And they'll notice changes like their their central vision 
is different or colors are brighter. Um, we'll read eye charts and they'll they'll drop. So. And so when you're when you're working with people and you're doing the um, you're performing this, is it? Do people have any kind of side effects from it? Is there any pain that they might experience with the treatment? Not really. I always say it, it only hurts when I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> so I'm judged when they come in how what's, what I'm, my temperature is. But um, generally, no. It's, and he's kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the points are, you know, they're in the palms and soles of the feet. So there's a little zing when it goes in. But it's, you know, it's kind of like an angry mosquito more okay. than anything. Um, but, uh, you know, it's not a lingering pain. It's not like a syringe or anything like that. And so it's pretty mild. So I just had a, a question for you, uh, Mats. We were talking about, like, the, the what is macular degeneration, and, and you're kind of giving the, you know, more of the Western diagnosis of it. And we, so, th- so that's true and accurate. But, you know, from a Chinese medicine or even subtle um, energy medicine, we would say that there's conditions, there's preconditions. So there's sure. what's happening in the system before it gets as far as plaques and, and rupturing arteries. And that seems uh, maybe worth saying a few things about because it, it factors into the treatment sure. and why the treatment is effective. Sure. And where I'm headed with this thing, even as I go to Sweden, I want to keep pursuing this, but um, I'm working at, towards an idea of what I call um, functional ophthalmology. So to me, getting to the root cause of what is why the eyes aren't functioning, and I think that's so overlooked in, in Western ophthalmology. So in Chinese medicine, you know, we can look at a lot of or even Western medicine, underlying factors. Possibly there's some genetics at play. I don't see that so much, but um, maybe, you know, if a person has more of a uh, predisposition to circulatory disorders, for example, like that seems to be common in our family. Um, Also, um, nutrition-wise, I think that's very essential. Um, Hydration. Um, And from a Chinese medicine standpoint, uh, oftentimes we talk about um, what's called blood deficiency. So I think in our our wealthy country here that we live in, I think so many of us are both dehydrated and malnourished, which sounds kind of odd. But -hmm. I don't think there's enough healthy food quality going into our bodies. And as we age, especially women and uh, postmenopausal women, there's this sense of, you know, the system just sort of dries up and, and dries. And I think uh, and from a Chinese medicine standpoint, that leads to what we call phlegm or dampness and uh, is how we look at um, uh, plaques, for instance. But I also see looking um, in a bigger picture, um, you know, it's kind of a, a quirky comparison perhaps, but like erectile dysfunction they talk about is, is not really a genital problem, but it's a, it's a precursor oftentimes to more systemic circulatory disorders. And I see the eyes as the same way, mm-hmm. where it's not really an eye problem or an eye disease per se. It's, to me, it's, we need to look at this systemically. What and else what is, is happening? Causing it exactly. What's kind of building up to that? So, and now we are going to be heading into a break here in just a minute. But I do want to mention that you, as you're moving on now to Sweden, you had to find a place that you could have your clients continue to be treated, and so you. Uh, you were able to get connected with the Bhakti Wellness Center, and in particular, Cassandra. And so, Cassandra, we're going to bring you into this conversation when we come back in a few minutes. Okay. But if people want to get connected to you and want to learn how they can uh, get an appointment with you, how should they, what's the number that they can call? Sure. They can call 612-859-7709, 8597709 or go to That sounds great. Well, you are listening to Green Tea Conversations on AM 950, the Progressive Voice of Minnesota, and we will be back in just a minute. This is Chad, owner of AM 950 here to tell you about Snap Construction. They're experts in roofing, siding, window, and insurance restoration. They have energy-efficient products available for both residential and commercial properties. This spring, when we needed a company to take a look at a problem with our roof, I called the company I knew I could trust, Snap Construction. I've known Ryan, the owner at Snap Construction, for years, so I knew I could trust him. Don't just take my word for it. Check out their reviews online. They are arguably the most well-reviewed exterior contractor online in the metro area. Over the years, Ryan has always said the same thing to me about his work. If we build it, shouldn't we be held accountable for the work indefinitely? He backed that statement up years ago when Snap Construction was a pioneer in offering a lifetime craftsmanship guarantee on all their work. 
For a free estimate or general questions, call the locally owned company AM950 Trusts, Snap Construction at 612-333-SNAP. That's 612-333-SNAP or find them online at snapconstruction.com. They have financing options available. Victor's 1959 Cafe in South Minneapolis is a locally owned and operated restaurant offering traditional Cuban food. Open for breakfast and lunch daily with dinner Tuesday through Saturday. For night shift workers, Victor's even has both a morning and evening happy hour. And Victor's now accepts dinner reservations too. Stop in and try some delicious authentic Cuban cuisine like ropa vieja and seafood paella. Make your reservation and learn more at victors1959cafe.com. Victor's 1959 Cafe, revolutionary Cuban cooking. Art lovers, it's time to celebrate, learn about, and collect local art at the St. Paul Art Crawl, running April 26th to 28th. The Spring St. Paul Art Crawl, presented by the St. Paul Art Collective, is a must-do experience that you will love. Over the weekend, you will have the chance to explore a wide variety of art while touring through local artist studios, lofts, and galleries. Up for purchase will be paintings, photography, pottery, sculpture, fiber arts, and more. The Art Crawl sprawls over 34 locations. Join the Art Crawl and discover outstanding art for your own. And when you buy local art, you're providing to artists so that they may continue to create the art we love. The Metro Transit is supporting the local art community, too, with free transit passes. Download your pass to ride buses and light rail for free during the Art Crawl. Be sure to get details at stpaulartcrawl.org. That's stpaulartcrawl.org. I'm Connie Burek, co-host of Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show. Join Michelle Kitzmiller and I as we focus on all aspects of health, wellness, spirituality, and growth from a mind, body, spirit, emotion perspective. On the Awakened Living Radio Show, we will discuss stress, self-care, fear, happiness, beliefs, communication, joy, pain, trauma, and more. Join us for the Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show, Saturdays at 10 a.m. Let us share with you ways to infuse vitality into life. With your AM950 weather, this is Eric Nelson. Today will be mostly cloudy and gradually becoming sunny with a high near 47 and a little around 30. Monday, mostly cloudy with a high near 50 and a little around 36. While Tuesday will be sunny with a high near 61 and lows only getting to around 50. Eat Local Minnesota.com's Restaurant of the Week is Milda's Cafe. This unique local restaurant offers one-of-a-kind hot dish specials every day and authentic Finnish pasties on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Located at 1720 Glenwood Avenue in Minneapolis, just east of Penn. Conversations where we meet the professionals straight from the pages of Natural Awakenings magazine who share their expertise on natural health with you. I'm your host, Candy Brothel, and today in our studio we have Guy Odisha, Mats Sexton, and Cassandra Rose of the Bhakti Wellness Center in Edina. So, Mats, just before we left, uh, we were talking about you were kind of describing to us about uh, macular degeneration and the treatment that you're doing through acupuncture to to help people who have are afflicted with it, and that you have this wonderful opportunity <laughs> to go to Sweden to do um, to help do some training of other practitioners in this. But in order for you to do that, you really had to find someone who could help the clients who you're currently working with. Right. You have a number of clients here who also want to continue on with their treatments. And you were able to get connected to our other guest today, Cassandra Rose. So how did the two of you um, get introduced to each other? I hold seminars around the country and um, held one here in Minneapolis a couple months ago and really wanted to get a lot of local acupuncturists to do this work for my clients. And sure enough, it was everybody from outstate who came to Minnesota <laughs> in February except Cassandra. So it happened very organically, and we have a mutual friend, and um, it's just been great getting to know her, and I, I, I'm really excited to work with her. And she's been really enthusiastic about it. I mean, here, I've known her for a couple of weeks, and <laughs> she's got a radio show already, and she's running with it. So it's in so, good hands. And Cassandra, you have really... Um, you're a very experienced acupuncturist. You've been practicing acupuncture for a long time. You do something called community act- acupuncture, which we're going to talk about more toward the end of the show. But you have been practicing for a long time. What what made you so interested in looking at the um, eye diseases and the things that Mats is, is helping to treat? Well, I really think of um, acupuncture and Chinese medicine as like an... Uh, 
an and kind of medicine. We naturally bring together a lot of different ideas from um, meridian theory to acutonics to modern oncology support. And so on a personal level, I'm always looking for all of these different pieces to bring together to help my patients. On a professional level, I always try to respond to my patients' needs. And um, that's part of why I haven't chosen a specialty yet is because I always figured that over time, my patients would pick one out for me. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, one of my patients, our mutual friend, came and approached me with this opportunity with this to learn from moths and the more I learned about it and um, realized that you know that there wasn't a lot of tools out there for people who are having degenerative eye disease issues um, I, I was very I'm very excited about it um, it gives people a lot of hope and it brings you know it is a it's a powerful tool Mm-hmm. And when we talk about, so Cassandra just brought up, it brings people a lot of hope. Right. So generally speaking, when people get diagnosed with macular degeneration, what are they told? Well, my dad has uh, wet and dry macular degeneration in each eye. And, you know, there's really not much that Western medicine can do. It's basically, well, <laughs> they're told there's not much you can do. And they're usually given over-the-counter supplements and, you know, keep an eye on it, no pun intended, but, you know, keep monitoring it. But usually it's, that means it's just sort of a downhill slide to functional blindness. So, um, I mean, that's one of the, the most beautiful things that people say to me is, you know, it's the first time I've ever had any hope about keeping my vision. And sometimes with the treatments we can make huge strides where people start driving again. Sometimes it's more of a matter of maintaining what people have, and they're thrilled with that because they're not continuing to lose their functional vision. And sometimes there's cases where I can't help people. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's become too advanced, or say it's wet macular degeneration, and there's been too much damage to the retina, that kind of thing. So what but, is it about about the treatment that actually works? If you're putting if you're putting the acupuncture needles in the hands and the feet, how is that actually helping the eye? So there's been studies that have shown um, that acupuncture can actually help um, the um, circulation of um, we talk about chi, but it's basically energy or ATP. I think from a Western standpoint, um, so like neuro regeneration. Um, and sometimes it's just uh, we have a teacher that says sometimes like uh, why does it work? We don't know why, but you know it works. That's why, and it's kind of the beauty of acupuncture. I mean, it, it is kind of bizarre. I, I completely agree with that. Where we're putting you know four needles in the hands and feet, and yet you know people are able to regain vision or some other kind of functional uh, you know maybe something with a limb or whatnot. Um, so it is truly mar- miraculous in some ways, but um, I think the beauty also of acupuncture is it's very cost effective. It's also incredibly safe. I probably put in, I'm not trying to boast or anything, but probably a million needles, and I've never had any sort of infection or any sort of you know adverse incident. Really, I mean, a slight bruise is probably the worst I've done. So it's a, just so amazing. And the needles medicine. are so very fine. They're so tiny. Really they're very small. Yep. Yeah. And so, you know, there's it's not like a syringe at all. I even don't like syringes. <laughs> <laughs> the pin doctor does not like syringes. <laughs> Keep it on the down low. So, Cassandra, what would you like to see happen with your practice as far as with what you want to do with your clients with what you're learning? Well, I want to be a resource in the community for helping to people helping people to improve and keep their vision long term. And I also want to um, kind of track patient outcomes over time to help increase the body of literature that is there to um, make it more accessible to people. Um, you know, people trust things that they've heard about before that work. And we have all of this anecdotal evidence with people having profound effect from the acupuncture but if we can broaden that and kind of offer some um, more socially acceptable proof then we can reach a lot more people and maybe more acupuncturists will want to help and more patients will benefit and so that's kind of where I see long term growing Mm -hmm. is education excellent now I also understand that you um, are able to treat other 
eye disorders as well. Sure. So what are some of the other disorders that you're treating? There's a really great treatment for dry mouth and or dry eye, which uses points in, oddly, the ear and index finger. But it's a two-day treatment protocol, which is just fantastic. I've treated head and neck cancer patients. And, um, you know, you think, how on earth is this going to work? You know, if they've had their their throat radiated. And sure enough, oftentimes they'll start to salivate. Um, Other retina-specific issues include um, retinitis pigmentosa, which is a congenital disease, um, something called Stargardt's, which is uh, also called juvenile macular degeneration, Um, glaucoma can be helped as well in many cases. And so how does it, glaucoma is a pretty common sure. common issue that people um, <clears throat> know about or hear about. So what is, what is glaucoma and how does it help? There's many different types of glaucoma. Um, there's a canal in the back of the eye that often gets, uh, so the eye is continually flushing fluid through, and there's a canal in the back of the eye that gets blocked for various reasons. It could be inflammation. It could be there's a form called granular glaucoma where bits of the iris flake off and get stuck. Um, so for whatever reason, that, that canal gets blocked. And so acupuncture, I think, helps relieve the um, inflammation there and helps uh, systemic flow of the fluid. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> so I just, I'm going to jump in with the, the same point that I, I you know invited last time, which is you know <clears throat> our tendency to... to to talk about these conditions in Western biomedical terms, as as if that's the truth, and uh, and I just I, I want to you know mm-hmm. offer you know an and not not an or because I think like I completely respect the Western approach and and there's a lot to be gained from it, but, but there's a lot more to it. It is, and mm-hmm. and so you know one of my teachers says talks about like the body you know he would say that you know the body's lost the plot. Right? And, and so for me, I like the idea of, of information and thinking about information maybe as much or more than energy. And so, you know, because of the world we live in and the lives we live and, you know, our bodies become toxified, right? And there's long lists of toxins that get in and, and those toxins can be physical substances. It can be electromagnetic radiation. It can be emotions, uh, thoughts, right? All of those are a way to think about as, as uh, toxins. And and they, they gum up the works. Uh, it's like you're listening to the radio. If the station is slightly off and it's a little <laughs> staticky, you can lose the plot of the conversation, mm-hmm. right? And so um, this is what happens in the body. It, it, it kind of slowly loses the plot and then things go sideways and plaques form where they're not supposed to or circulation breaks down in a way that it's not supposed to. And what we want to do is kind of help the body find the plot again and help it have both the resources, let's say energy, mm-hmm. but it could be nutrients, but we'll talk energy, but also the information. Like the body needs both. It needs to have the power to do what it needs to do, but it has to have the information to know what it needs to do. I always say I'm a traffic cop for energy. Yes. Basically, exactly. is yeah. helping it flow where it's supposed to go. Yeah. So, Cassandra? It reminds me of the concept you talked to us about with Shen stagnation. Oh. Um, with the the holding in of the emotions and not letting things flow. And one of the things that acupuncture is very good at is opening up those pathways to make us resilient to moving things through our body and our system. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. A- absolutely. And so when we talk about something like glaucoma, like what you said, absolutely. But when I'm treating glaucoma, I know that information, but that's not what I'm treating. Mm-hmm. What I'm trying to do is is help restore the vitality to the structures and help the body um, re-access the information that it needs to do what those parts need to do. And so if there's too much pressure in the eye because the duct is closed, great. That's the functional side of it. But I'm not thinking about how do I relieve the pressure and open up the blockage in the duct. It's vitalize the tissues, restore the flow of information, the body will do the rest. And that's and, why they call it complementary medicine, correct? Uh, yeah. I mean, we, it, we use it in conjunction yeah. with our well, regular medical care that you're doing. This is not, you don't have to do either or. Correct. This is an and. It's an and. And, and we're starting to see um, Western medicine move in this direction. They're, they're starting to understand that, that taking things to kind of the, the material reductionist level, uh, like it's just, it's not as true 
as they thought it was several decades ago, science is showing us, like great research in cancer to show that that one of the fundamental problems is an electrical signaling at the cellular level, that when the cells lose the plot on sending ions back and forth, cancer will emerge. Correct that. Correct that cell signaling, and the cancer that is there will go away. I mean, that's been... That's Proven hard science. You can go online and watch great YouTube uh, on this and see cancer appear and then disappear by changing uh, ion signaling between cells. So it's an information and energy exchange. So this is emerging within Western medicine. It's just Chinese medicine has been onto it, it for it you know forever. a few thousand years before us. Right. Um, and so to me, this is the more you know important concept that that we bring forward and when we're talking about this so when we come back we're going to continue to have this conversation we're also going to introduce microcurrent therapy which is something that guy does and uh just as a reminder to read an online edition of natural awakenings magazine you can visit naturaltwincities.com you can find a podcast of this show on am950radio.com on apple or google podcasts or anywhere you get your podcasts we will be back in just a bit Seward Co-op, serving the community for nearly 45 years, invites you to shop their two convenient locations, both offering the strong commitment to local producers and healthy foods you've come to expect. Seward focuses on locally grown and raised products, fair trade, and environmental sustainability. Shop their selection of meats, artisan cheeses, and house-made baked goods. Find Seward at 2823 East Franklin Avenue or the Friendship Store on 38th Street and 3rd Avenue in Minneapolis. More at seward.coo. Hi, Matt McNeil for Rudy Luther Toyota. Let me tell you about the best parts of buying a vehicle with Rudy Luther. First, their staff is wonderful, friendly, and always ready to help. Another is the Luther Advantage card. With every new and used vehicle purchase, you'll get three years of 10 cents off per gallon of gas at Holiday Station stores, as well as discounted car washes. The Luther Advantage card keeps you happy in your Rudy Luther vehicle. Find out more at Rudy Luther Toyota, 394 and 169 in Golden Valley. I'm Nick Slavic, proprietor of the Nick Slavic Painting and Restoration Company. I speak nationally and internationally on the subjects of entrepreneurship, trades reform, apprenticeship, craftsmanship, and coding science. I've created a rigorous apprenticeship program where I find, train, inspire, and mentor young people in my craft. The result is an ultra-professional crew of craftspeople that cares about their work and your project. We're not like other contractors. Visit N-I-C-K-S-L-A-V-I-K.com. That's NickSlavic.com to learn more. Next time on Velocity Talk, more than just pun and game. What's philosophical about puns? Well, they're based on misunderstanding, ambiguity, and miscommunication, just like most of philosophy. Well, that's grist for the John Stewart Mill. I can't do better than that. So whom are we going to discuss? Oh, well, we'll just follow the usual rules. It's more than pun and games. Next time on Philosophy Talk. Philosophy Talk. Every Sunday at 8 a.m. and again at 2 p.m. on AM 950. Hi, it's Tom Hartman. You know, Continental Diamond is special for a lot of reasons. The owners are Jimmy and Helene Pessis, a husband and wife team who had a dream to open their own store more than 30 years ago. They built a business that is the gold standard. The readers of Minnesota Bride Magazine have named Continental Diamond the best jeweler for the last seven years. Why? Amazing, friendly, no-pressure customer service, a selection of fine diamonds and design jewelry unlike anywhere else, and the fresh-baked chocolate chip cookies are pretty great, too. Continental Diamond in St. Louis Park and at ContinentalDiamond.com. It's amazing. After you take a shower or bath, you just feel better about yourself. Refreshed and clean and confident. Your home doesn't have feelings, but if it did, that's how it feels when Zero Res cleans the carpet and air ducts. Kick off your freshest spring cleaning yet and get three rooms of carpet cleaning by Zero Res for just 139 bucks. Call 952-ZERO-RES or book online anytime at ZeroResMinnesota.com. Zero Res. Spell it backward or forward. It spells the same. Conversations where we delve into the pages of Natural Awakenings magazine and talk to the professionals who share their expertise on natural health with you. I'm your host, Candy Brothel, and today we're visiting with Guy Odisha, Mats Sexton, and Cassandra Rose of the Bhakti Wellness Clinic in Edina. So just before we left for the break, we were talking about how uh, 
this practice is actually a good complement to regular medicine that we, you know, regular traditional medicine that we um, understand today. So what would your goal be, Mutz, in the next five or ten years in do, do you actually see that there's a good partnership now? Right now, no. It's There's just a real, um, you know, it's kind of a, it's disappointing that there's such a disconnect with Western ophthalmology and what we're doing. And, you know, I get it on some levels where it is kind of out there and whatnot. But, you know, I had a visual field scanner and also a retina cam in my clinic. So I could see in real time and I would send the scans with the, the patients, you know, when they go to their ophthalmologist so they could see, you know, what was happening. So I would, my goal, I'd love to see ophthalmologists um, work together with us because um, together we can offer some real substantial change for people in a condition where really the, right now the diagnosis is basically go home and go blind. Mm-hmm. And, you know, hopefully that will happen as well. I mean, we're seeing that happen more and more right. in hospitals and clinics where acupuncture is coming in for um, other health issues. So hopefully... And the eye conditions are a beautiful example of where Western medicine is really quite limited in what they can do. And basically with wet macular degeneration, it's giving shots in the eyes of an anti-cancer drug to try to stop bleeding. But beyond that, there's really not much that they can do. So this is a great example of where Chinese medicine really has a strength to step in and actually um, create some healing. So we welcome all ophthalmologists out there. It'd be great. To learn It'd more be so about great. It. Yeah, you know, contact the Bhakti yeah, Wellness Cutting edge. I mean, one would like to think, like, so in my, in, uh, my personal case, you mentioned your dad, my mom, hers was Graves' disease, mm-hmm. you know, a slow slide into um, functional blindness. And I brought her down here to see um, the acupuncturist at the clinic at the time, Laura, who Cassandra knows. And um, she was mostly treated through herbs because of the distance. Um, and in about a six-month time period, she was fully restored her vision. and And now... 15 years later, she still has her vision. Uh, her ophthalmologist, as you mentioned, this is what reminded me, was as her ophthalmologist was watching her go backwards from blind to her pre-Graves disease vision level, um, he was at once amazed and uninterested. Yeah. Like when, when she said, mm-hmm. like, oh, like, what, this has never happened. What are you doing? And she said, acupuncture. Hmm. Yeah. End of story. Never spoke of again. And you'd well, like to think. then this will... Yeah, you'd like to think any healthcare practitioner who sees the impossible would would be curious about it and would say, "Who is this person? I want to refer all my patients there." But instead, there's zero, <laughs> nothing. There's a prominent ophthalmologist who I've sent three people back to him driving again, and um, been trying to connect with him. And I, I last time I, I sent a note with one of my clients who was going to see him after me. I said I offered him dinner at Ocean Air. <laughs> Nothing. Crickets. So. Well, I am going to think positively <laughs> yeah. for all of us, and I'm yeah, putting out great. that intention that this is something that's going to happen because yeah. it is important work. Yeah. So, Guy, you also practice something called microcurrent therapy when it comes to working with people with eye disorders. I do. Briefly tell us about sure. uh, microcurrent therapy. Yeah, so microcurrent is a, it's a whole domain, and there's mountains of evidence to support its efficacy across health issues, uh, including mental health. But it can be used in this specialty of eye care, as, you know, again, as well as the whole person. Um, I treat uh, macular degeneration, glaucoma, cataract, post-LASIK surgery, really any eye condition. And it uses a tiny current. I mean, people think about electricity, and they th- maybe think about electroshock therapy, and it's like, no. Uh, most people have had TENS. You go to the mm-hmm. physical therapist, the chiropractor, they put little sticky pads on you, they run some current through. So TENS is a thousandth of an amp. Microcurrent is a millionth of an amp. So it's a tiny little bit of energy. We call it it's bioidentical current. You can't feel it. Right? And so that's one of the problems is people don't think anything's happening. Um, but it, So it's this tiny little bit of current. And what it does is much like what I was saying before. Uh, it actually provides literal energy in the form of ions, right? So electricity ions to the body, presumably tissue is depleted. Um, It uh, also provides information. So it's both sides of that equation, energy and information. We use uh, certain frequencies that have resonance with certain tissue structures or functions. So if we want to affect the macula and we want to improve circulation, we have frequencies for the macula and frequencies for uh, angiogenesis or increasing blood flow. And that allows us to increase blood flow in the macula. 
it's pretty straightforward. It's, uh, in microcurrent, we think about it like pharmacy. In pharmaceuticals, you take a pill, it has a, a function. We use currents and frequencies that have a function that are correlates of pharmaceuticals. And how is it applied? Sure. Most common that we use in the clinic is just a wet, a warm, wet cloth that has an electrode in it. But what the client feels is just a warm, wet cloth, which typically they, they say, like, ooh, that feels really good. <laughs> so we might put a wet cloth over the eyes and a wet cloth on the back of the neck. And then the person lays there for half an hour listening to soft music on a, you know, on a soft bed and a, under a warm, snuggly blanket and take a nap. And this is something that, with the microcurrent, it's something that they have to do pretty consistently. So you actually have some machines that they can rent, right. and you teach them how they can do it at Absolutely. Home. Microcurrent is dose-dependent. It's one of the few things in life where more is better. Like, I wish that was true of cookies. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah, right? Uh, but microcurrent <laughs> is, is good. If, if an hour a week is good, two hours a week is better, two hours a day is even better. So that's why we try and encourage people to rent a unit, uh, $75 a week. utterly affordable Mm -hmm. uh, and they can treat themselves eight hours a day and that's the game changer is that access to uh, care every day um, is what allows us to take this tiny little input of this little milliamp every day and change an entire system Mm -hmm. is by by a nudge every day and so people can learn more about the services that you provide by going to your website which is bhakti clinic.com and it's b-h-a-k-t-i clinic.com now cassandra you also provide what's called community acupuncture what is community acupuncture community acupuncture is uh, acupuncture that is received in a group setting so in my clinic you i have five chairs and so there's up to five people in the room at the time i see a patient every 15 minutes and we chat and then i do a um acupuncture treatment based on your general health um it one of the wonderful things about community acupuncture it is allows you to um, get enough care, kind of like microcurrent, to make a difference in moving your health towards where you want to be. Yeah, and it also helps to create accessibility through our sliding scale. So we have a sliding scale of twenty-five to fifty. You choose where on that scale you fall, and um, then there's also packages if you know you're going to be coming in regularly. Great. Well, thank you all for being with us today. Um, It has truly been eye-opening, which is no pun intended. Mm -hmm. So thank you as we learn about natural health. To read the online edition of Natural Awakenings magazine or to check out our complete online calendar of events, visit naturaltwincities.com. You can find a podcast of this show on am950radio.com on Apple and Google Podcasts. You've been listening to Green Tea Conversations on AM950, the progressive voice of Minnesota, and I'm wishing for you a lovely day. Lovely day, lovely day, lovely day.